this morning, we just turn our Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 1, reading from 6, 7, and 8. 2 Timothy chapter 1, reading from 6. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in you by the putting off, putting on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Therefore, ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, not of me, his prisoner, but be thou partakers of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God. I just want to remind you of the word that was released this year. And we've gone through almost coming to six months, almost five, this is the fifth month, six months. Almost half the year. And the word of the Lord is breaking. This year is going to be a year we're going to break through into our destiny. You believe that? God wants us to break through into the calling that he has called you. And he has given us gifts. Just turn your neighbor and say, I have a gift. Whether you know it or not, he has given you a gift. And that's special and it's unique. But time goes by where we just allow things of the world and our work. And that starts settling around, that fire that burned in us when we first heard that message. And that gift just covered, gets covered by ashes. If you just remember that when you set up a fire and that fire is just burning hot, we have the coals there. And if you want the fire to be rekindled, you have to fan it up and just remove all that. That fanning, which is going to remove that ashes off. And you can see the red fire just glowing. And suddenly there'll be a fire that's coming out. And when you just start putting the wood, you'll find this fire just coming up higher and higher. It's time for us to remove those ashes that's been laid over our lives by sin and rebellion. And stir up that gift in us. That particular word that was, that was spoken by Paul to Timothy just brings our attention to every believer whose love, whose gift has gone cold. Remember, it's that gifting that's going to take us forward. God has given you a special gift. Joseph, what we learned last week was the VBS was Joseph had a gift of dreams and interpretation of dreams. And that gifting is what took him, took him into Pharaoh's palace but if he just allowed the jealousy that his brothers had of the difficulty that he had in Potiphar's place if he had allowed those things to settle on him and say no forget it I'm not going to dream anymore I'm not going to allow these things to come on me anymore I'm not going to I don't recognize that and I just allowed it to allow bitterness and on all those hurt that he had to just come upon him I'm telling you he wouldn't have risen to the place where he's supposed to be in Pharaoh's place I'm just telling you, my brothers and sisters, what a drastic change would take place in the body of Christ today if we all would just take up that verse that says, stir up that gift in us and just come up. I'm telling you, each of us is like a burning coal here. And if we just allow the Holy Spirit, the wind of God to come upon us and allow to fan that flame here. And I'm telling you, there will be, we will not stop the service. We'll just be going on and on and on. And that flame, I'm telling you, there's only one thing that doesn't need an advertisement. 
I'm telling you, we don't have to go to paper. We don't have to go to the FDU station, Radio City, and tell all people's churches here. We don't have to give out flyers to people and say, all people's churches meet here. We don't have to do anything. But one single thing that is self-advertising is fire. I'm telling you, if you have MG Road on fire, if you have those buildings, Barton Center and everything on fire, I'm telling you, you will feel it even if you are in Alahanka. You will say it. Nobody has to go and say, hey, come guys, we have a fire meeting here. Come here. No, you will feel it miles away. You will hear it miles away. You can feel the warmth of God's fire coming upon you. And who's responsible for that? You. And we have to fan up the flame of the gift of God in our lives. Number one, stirring the gift of God provides the believer with power. Stirring the gift of God in a believer provides power. It's explosive power. If I had a bottle of of soda here and I just opened it, nothing, if I didn't shake it, just keep it still, nothing would happen. But if I just put my thumb on it and shake it, stir it up, what happens? It'll just explode. The contents of it will just explode onto your explosive power is within you. But you've got to fan it. You've got to ask the Holy Spirit to fan it. Child of God, does your fire need fanning? This one you ask you that question. Does that fire, does that gifting in your life need fanning? If it is, if gone cruel, you've got to go before God. Kneel down before God and say, some of us here, I'm telling you, we have come to a place that we can't even pray. We can pray. We can get into a time of prayer together. But if you ask your question, can I go home and pray a long prayer and spend time, quality time. I'm talking about quality time with God and effective prayer where it's going to, something's going to happen in your life. Some of us would say no. We're just piggybacking on somebody else's faith. We're just coming Sunday after Sunday and just listening to the message and just... And say, wow, in our church, we believe that everybody is a minister. Each of each and every one is a minister of God. And we would just believe that and just fan that gift in our lives. I'm telling you, we don't have to do all those things that we are supposed to do. Our very lives will be like a fire. And people say, I want to just catch that fire. I want to come after you. Tell me where you're going. I want that. And they will come after you to church. So what happens when you stir up the gift of God? One. It will overcome evil. Overcome evil. The reason why we are not able to overcome evil. I'm telling you. The toughest temptations are those which come daily. The toughest temptation are those which comes to you daily. Every moment. Every second. We got to know that and just put it down and say, God, help me, Lord. Fan that flame within me, oh God, to overcome evil. To overcome those temptations principalities and powers and rulers of darkness cannot stand against you. You don't have to go and succumb to the evils that the devil is putting upon you. You don't have to. You can stand face to it and say, in the name of Jesus, I command it to you. Peace, be still and it has to flee away. You don't have to come to somebody and say, praise, pray for me. You can stand and do it because the spirit that's given to every person who stands here is the same spirit that's in you. I tell the children, there's nothing like small Holy Spirit and big Holy Spirit. There's no, just because you're a small kid doesn't mean the Holy Spirit within you is small. Don't believe that lie. Stir up that gift and overcome evil in your life. 
Secondly, stirring the gift of God overcomes the desires of the flesh. Those things that you're doing day by day, those temptations that are coming to you day by day will become bitter. You know, you will taste and see that the Lord is good. You will know it's sweeter than the honey and the honeycomb. And you will say, I want to just spend some time with prayer. And you will, those things will start coming upon you and say, I want to spend time. And you will start doing it. You'll start praying with, without ceasing. It won't mind what place you are, what you are. You will have an established relationship with you. And I'm telling you, God is not playing hard to get. He's not playing hard to get. It's we who are so busy. We just feel that, okay, one hour, let's put God in a box. God, you've got to speak to me. I'm going to spend one hour in prayer. And just wait for one hour. It's over. Now we go to the other work that we do. I've just done that. And you feel in your spirit that you've done prayer today. So great. I feel good. Because you're not feeling guilty, isn't it? I pray today. But my question is, are you experiencing His presence in your life? Are you experiencing His voice in your life? Are you able to walk in His ways? Because the Bible says, those who walk in the ways of God, those who listen to the voice of God are the people who are the children of God. It overcomes evil. It overcomes the desires of the flesh. Those things that are strong in your life, those strongholds, those fleshy strongholds that are strong in your life will never, will not stand against you. Will not stand against you. Will just put it down. You've got to stir the gift. Thirdly, by fanning the gift of God into blaze, we gain strength. His strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. But by every word. That word is going to be a strength. And it's going to be a joy. It's not when you get your salaries. It's not when, you know, I just tell the children, when parents say, you're going to Wanderlust today. It's, that's not going to be the joy. It's, those are just momentary things. No matter what happens. Whether you your good time or bad time, no matter what you face, your joy will always be stable because you stir up that gift. You stir up that flame of God's spirit in your life. Child of God, does your fire need stirring? Our first step in regaining the fire of the spirit is to pray until we have a willing mind. You've got to keep praying till you get that willing mind. You've got to press on in the presence of God. Not just one hour. You've got to press on. You maybe just have to close everything. Just go to a solitary place and just keep pressing in. I know IPL and Royal Challenges will come in your mind. No, you say no to it and say, I'm going to press in in God's presence. Chennai Super Kings is not going to take it over, but you are going to just press in. Press in till you feel released, relieved within you. Say, yes, Lord. I got it. And I'm telling you, you don't need, when that happens, you don't need any worship leader to stand and say, come on children, worship the Lord. Raise your voices unto the Lord. I'm telling you, before you even come into your, even as you drive in your cars to, to the church, you'll feel the presence of God. You'll come into this place. There's going to be dynamite power. You're going to be released into you and you're going to see great things happening in our lives. You'll not be undergo, you'll be an overcomer. Amen. Stir that gift of God that's in your life. Stir that gift of God in your life. You know what? The only way of living in God's, the only way to serve God, we have all these outreaches, we have all these, these are great, this is the work of the church, we, this is great, but the only way that we live we, to serve God, the only way to do it is living in the spirit of prayer. The only way that we can serve God is living in the spirit of prayer. We need to rekindle that. We need to bring it up. We need to just charge ourselves. You know, we just 
like those batteries that go dead on the way, like those cars which are dead on the way, and we're just waiting for some other car to come by, and we just connect the batteries of the other alive car, and just waiting for some believer to do that for us. We want some preacher to come and preach that message, where we will just get tickled within, and we feel the hair standing up, we feel the goosebumps, we feel, oh yeah, I feel good about it, but I'm telling you, that can just be momentary, but the only place that you can receive God's charging is in your closets, in your homes, and standing in the presence of God. Say, God, I have this flesh, I have this world, I have all these things around me. Stir me up, God. I want to have an established relationship with you. I want to experience you. I want to see my prayers effective. I want to see this happening. You're a God of now, and I want you to do it for me. Storing the gift of God provides the believer an explosive power. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, Prayer is that paddle that we use to stir up God's unspeakable gift in our lives. If you have not recognized your gift, I want you to pray. And that is a difficult thing. You will have to break it. You will have to break that barrier that's coming against you. Those strongholds that are coming against you. You got to stand and press in and use that paddle of prayer to fan that flame in your life. We see thousands and thousands of believers today whose fires burn low. And, you know, being a believer has become like a style now. You just want to get married. You just want to, you know, make sure that, oh, he's a believer. Oh, yeah, you can get married. He's a believer. Yes, I can. You know, it's become style now to even raise your hands. Like, you know, one fashion. Even, even standing and singing songs has become style. Coming to church is another tradition. When something starts triggering within, oh, I don't want that. That's extreme. When the Spirit of God comes and invades this place, that's extreme. That's, you know, I don't want that. You know, this is what people speak in tongues. You know, I, I don't want to be. That's so weird things. But I tell you, if you just allow those things to happen, if you say that is weird, that is thing, I'm telling you, that will bring leanness in your soul. Let's turn to Psalm 106. Psalm 106, verse 13 to 15. It's talking about the children of Israel. They soon forgot his works. They waited, they waited not for his counsel or they did not depend on his counsel. But lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. And he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. Stirring the gift prevents leanness of the soul. You know, how many of you see that? I've seen that in my life. Sometimes you just go through the motion. You come to church. I'm telling you, I come and lead the children, praise and worship, do it. Go back home, work, then come back again, do it, go just, you just get into the rat race of just, just doing it. Oh, everything should go on well. The PowerPoint should be good. The children should raise their hands. They should all pray together. And you're just tired and you go back home, sleep, get up, go back again to work. And we don't recognize God speaking to us. We don't recognize. We, we just want it to go. We want our salaries to come in time, pay all the bills. Everything is going. We have extra money to buy something different. We uh, Clothes. We just want to do it. We're just not living that life of faith. Somebody joys in me. Speak about this. Remember the days when we just started. When just got married. We just got just a job just to carry through. And we didn't have much money. But we depended on God. The Bible says the just shall live by the salary. Yeah? No. The just shall live by faith. So slowly our dependence from God just goes away. And we, you know, God has blessed us. You know, we came for that meeting where we preached and we stood on God's word and then slowly we just forget 
And our salaries are being big because we prayed long ago, right? Isn't it? God blessed us. He gave us our requests. And slowly, we just forgot about him. And salaries coming. Everything's going well. Filling gas. Going home. Doing well. Everything's going great. And giving to church too. Giving into church. Giving to the apostle. Giving to the teachers, evangelists. We are blessing ministries on God TV. We are doing great things. It's happening. Well, you know what? I'm blessing them. But you know what? You've lost the, you have lost it. Where is your relationship with God? Where is the just shall live by faith? It's just shall live by salary. That's what happened to it. It's just switched around. If that has happened, then we got to fan out. If that has happened today, we got to fan our flame. Don't run to God when we need Him. We got to run to Him in season, out of season, every day and say, God, it's not about my salary. It's not about my position. It's not about being the vice president. It's not about having a good job. Oh God, it's not about anything. It's about you. And then, you know what? When we start going that way, God needs our attention. Boom, slow down. And they're talking about laying off. Then you open the Bible. Oh Lord, where is that verse that pastor told me? This is God's word. This is God's be. I am prosperous. I am healthy. Oh my goodness. You start looking for that. You'll start dusting the Bible and looking for that verse to climb that situation. Great. God got your attention. But you got to check your heart and say, is leanness coming to my soul? If it has, stir up. Stir up. <laughs> the disciples are walking down the road. Jesus has been resurrected. Jesus risen from the dead. They do not know where to find him. But they spoke to a man walking on the way. And when they spoke to him, they said, it was like fire touching our heart. It was like fire convicting us. If that is not happening to any of us, speaking to others in our offices, in our colleges, then we got a fan of I'm telling you, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, set apart. We are weird people. I'm telling you, we are weird because God's spirit is within us. The other day I saw this program on TV. It's about Sufism. They're talking about the music that they play. And I was so taken by the way they sing and they dance. And just one of them just going round and round and round for hours and going in trance. And they're saying they're just connecting with the spiritual. And the other guy was just strumming. It didn't make musically. It was bad. But they were connecting somewhere. And I said, God, oh, how I just wish something like this happens in our church where all of us are just moving in that flow of just connecting with God just not waiting for something to happen from above just not waiting for some roar to happen from above but that roar happening from here stir up that gift if that leanness is coming to you stir up that gift I urge you and I request you I cry out to you and say please stir up that gift and say God take away that ashes from that, the smoldering ashes over of sin and rebellion from me. And Lord, open up that fire. Let that fire come up, oh Lord. And let your spirit come and just fan up that flame that is upon me. And let people see that fire and that flame over my life. And let it be a blessing, Lord. Let people feel the warmth of God's spirit. Are you getting the chilling fear of, chilling spirit of fear and shame when you give the gospel to somebody else? Stir up the gift. Have we just lost that? Have we lost that? Have you just gone sidetracked or gone off tangent? Stir up that gift. I'm telling you what it will be to break through into our destiny. It just doesn't happen like that. We have to stir up that gift. Joseph didn't sit in the cell and just regret. But he was there interpreting dreams. He's stirring up that gift day in and day out. 
and there he was with Pharaoh. Then, seest thou a man diligent? He shall stand before kings and not before mean men. The Bible says, that. "Be diligent with the gift that God has given." Church, let's rise up today and just make this cry to the Lord. Let's cry out to the Lord and say, "God, I want you to by stirring the gift of God." We trust that this message was a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at contact at apcwo.org. Also, visit our website www.apcwo.org for additional resources. Thank you for listening and God bless you.